How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Variety Show for Sunday, December the 5th. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a tremendous weekend. And for today's show, the four-word title, I suppose, is Making Time for Gaming. So I talked yesterday about all of these games that I'm wanting to play for the month of December. I'm going to try and binge play them. And it started to make me think about the fact that I actually do have to allocate my time to playing games. I think when I was younger and I kind of had all the time in the world, it was one of those things that I just kind of did either all the time or when I felt like it. I went to school, had my day, and then when I came home, it was a free-for-all with barely anything to worry about. And of course, nowadays, as I have gotten older and there's more life responsibilities, notably the fact that I work and have a show like this, well, it's not so easy to just be like, I'll play that game anytime, because when I'm not doing the things I have to do, there's 50 other things I could be doing, whether it's cleaning the house, or preparing for my travels in a few months, or literally anything else that that comes with the responsibilities of being an adult. Or, you know, if you get too stressed about that, then just like laying in bed and scrolling on your phone all day. It turns out that, at least for me, I'm sure a lot of people are different, but if I'm going to play video games... I have to really schedule myself to play it. I have to know in advance the times of the day that I'm going to play. And that makes me feel less guilty, I guess, for playing. And of course, when it's something like what I was talking about yesterday, where I want to play a lot of games in a short period of time, well, then it's about, you know, what are the other things that I'm doing in my free time? And how can I transfer those, those times to gaming? So, for example, I was doing a lot of reading recently. I got a new ebook. I've been doing tons of sci-fi fantasy reading. And I've pretty much had to say to myself, like, hey, anytime you were going to read in the evening or before bed, even instead of doing that this month, just go play the games that you told yourself you were going to play. Because I tend to get into this habit where if I start a book, then I just become enraptured in that book. And it's all I ever want to do in my free time. It's pretty hard for me to start a book and then just like casually read it, you know, whereas that's very possible for me to do with gaming. So if I'm going to dedicate myself, it has to be intentional. And I imagine that this concept of making time for gaming is something that's even more true for people who have way more to deal with than I do, right? Like, I I don't typically work 40 hours a week. At my job, I work part-time, and then I spend quite a few hours a week on this show. So maybe it gets close to 40 hours, but it's definitely not a, you know, 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. I also don't have kids, right? Like, all things considered, I'm leading a life that is still pretty open for the most part. And I'm pretty sure that if I didn't, I wouldn't be much of a gamer. I think if I was somebody who had all of my time dedicated to actual life responsibilities, like taking care of kids, when I was done for the day, when I had some free time, I would probably just want to sleep or like watch television or something. Gaming is so interactive and so reliant on focus that I probably just would not have in me. So shout out to all of you who who still managed to make that work and get a lot of enjoyment from gaming because... I'm sure you've had to do that very intentionally, right? I'm sure many of you have had to fight this urge of, oh, I just want to sleep, but knew you were going to get something positive out of gaming and something worthwhile, especially if you're like playing with friends and socializing or something like that, and you were able to make it work. I admire that. And by the way, I think with the way that I phrase this, it, it can make it sound like I see gaming as an obligation, as something I have to do. And I'm not actually enjoying myself playing the game, but I'm making time for it anyway. That's not the case. Of course, if you're not enjoying the game that you're playing, or or playing in general, then go do something else, obviously. Go read that book, watch that show, 
Games will always be there for you to come back to. But I know myself, and I know every single time I boot up a video game that is a little bit different or a little bit unique or is just something new, I'm so happy that I did it. But the amount of buildup that it takes to actually get to hitting the play button, it takes a lot of work. I mean, this happened most recently with Sable. I'm playing this game called Sable. It's an open world exploration game. And it took me like a few days to hit the play button, even though it was installed. And I had free time. I could have done it. But I was opting instead to do other things. And then finally I said, screw it. I just need to hit this play button. And I did it and I did not regret it at all. And I thought, why didn't I do this earlier? I was having so much fun in the game. So anyway, hey, we're constantly learning things about ourselves, right? My friends, I am officially out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please feel free to reach out if you have any thoughts on anything we mentioned today. And of course, I'll be back with the news updates tomorrow. So until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hello, my friends. I hope you're well. Uh, what's going on? I'm actually recording this extremely early in the day. It's rare that I do a daily update at like 11 in the morning, but here I am because uh, I'm heading to my grandmother's house today to get some stuff sorted out for a Croatian citizenship. Isn't that fun? So both of my grandparents on my dad's side are Croatian. They were born in Croatia. They moved to Canada in the 1970s. And, you know, the other day I was like, man, I've been talking about seeing if I can get a Croatian citizenship for a long time. I should just like check it out. So I looked into it and it's actually like really easy comparatively to getting other citizenships. You know, I think normally when you think about that kind of thing, you think about somebody going through like a 10 year process where they have to live in the country and take a test and all this stuff. For me, I literally just have to prove that my grandparents were Croatian, make a short application thing, wait a couple of years to let it process, and then I just become a citizen. And this is such a huge deal for me because it gives me an EU passport. Okay, I don't even really care about living in Croatia all that much. But Shelby and I, I mean, you know, we're planning on traveling the world. And if you have a passport for an EU country, you can just live and work anywhere in the EU. And that is huge. It means we can live wherever we want for any amount of time in Europe, which is insane. And it means Shelby and I could actually get some work, assuming I'm not working remotely anymore. Or, you know... Even Shelby, like right now, we're going to go travel. Shelby's not going to work. So if she was able to work, that would be amazing. And then, of course, we always we also have like this dream that we've had for years of like retiring in Ireland. Like, geez, if we have the EU citizenship, we can actually do that. Before it was just, oh, wouldn't this be cute? You know, we have nothing holding us to Canada here besides family. And we could 100% see ourselves just moving somewhere else and living there. And this would make it so much more feasible. I mean, even Croatia is a beautiful place. I can't wait to go there and check it out. So anyway, now, like I said, the citizenship is easy compared to other bureaucratic, you know, nonsense. However, there is still bureaucratic nonsense. There's like 10 documents I have to get pulled together. All of it needs to be officially translated into Croatian by a certified translator. And some of it has to be like authorized or legalized by the Canadian government. So I have to like send it to the government first. The government sends it back to me, or they send it directly to the Croatian embassy. I don't really know. Like, it's a whole bunch of nonsense there. I have to get a new birth certificate because I need the birth certificate to show lineage. So I need to get mine, which shows my parents' names. And then my dad needs to get his, which shows his parent names, alongside my grandma's birth certificate. And then that will prove that I'm related to my grandma. 
This is going to be really annoying for me in particular because I haven't spoken to my father in over a year. He became an anti-vax idiot, basically. If Sorry, I apologize, but he, he, he ran and operated a retail store without masks and without being vaccinated for this whole time. If it was just that, I might be able to work through it, but there was a lot of childhood issues as well that never got resolved. It was enough to say, you know what, I'm done with you. And now I need to go and ask him for his birth certificate, which A, he might not have, or B, he might have the wrong one. And so I'll have to pay for him to get another one with his parental information on it. So I'm, I'm blessed. I am hoping, I'm praying that my grandmother will just do this for me so I don't have to talk to him and that he'll be willing to do it because if he isn't, then this whole thing is just going to fall apart. But anyway, I'm willing to go through it, you know, because it's like I said, it's going to be annoying. I'm going to have to wait a few years. I would really love to have it now, but I'll have to wait a bit. And then once I have it, then Shelby can get it. But I have to wait till I have it, so it's going to be like five years or something like that until we both have it. However, it is pretty cool that Shelby is able to get an EU citizenship just by marriage. I mean, we'll, we're not married now, but we'll be married by then. And uh, she, like, I mean, what she said was she doesn't even deserve it, you know? Like, she didn't do anything to get this. I didn't do anything either, I was just born into it. But it's pretty wild that you can just get that privilege just by marrying the right person, you know? I guess same goes for anything. If you marry, like, a billionaire, then you kind of... You kind of get something you don't really deserve, right? But anyway. So yeah, that's what today is dedicated to. Not much gaming, unfortunately, because we'll be gone all day. But I managed to at least get this show done, and I didn't have to come on here and be like, ah, I misscheduled my time. I don't have a show for you. Anyway, take care of yourself. Game Awards is coming next week. Very exciting. Probably going to be lots of announcements. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Ciao. <laughs>